0: Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of Choice Tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon.
1: I'm Damon.
2: And I'm Dietrich.
0: <laughs> How's it going, folks? This is Choice Tracks. Uh, we have a side A and a side B. Uh, side A is we cover a theme. And then uh, side B, we do an album that one of the four of us picked and, and make the rest of them listen to it. So uh, we're going to go ahead and drop that needle on side A. All right. So. Um, this uh, week's theme was my pick. Um, we got a little bit off schedule because of Elvis, but but that's okay. Um, and so my theme, uh, since we're still in July, is America. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, it, we basically did any song that had America in the title. Um, so just to let you know, like for, in, on a complete side note, I'm a bicentennial baby. So I was born in 76, okay? The crazy thing is, I'm also born on December seventh, uh, which kind of makes me like, do I like America or do I hate America? Like, do I want, do I want to embrace America on its 200th anniversary or do I want to bomb Hawaii?
1: So <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody happened. bombing Hawaii, you know?
0: What okay. that
3: was Pearl Harbor
1: on December seventh. Oh, 7th. that's what you see. Meant. Yeah, so
0: so that's what I'm saying. So America is kind of interesting. It's one of those things where you know we kind of like the country sometimes and sometimes we have a mixed emotion <laughs> about the country. And, you know, I think, you know, like anything that you truly love, it's probably complex. So, uh, so that's where I'm coming from. And it especially shows in a lot of the song picks we have today that, you know, there's songs about America that people know, but then on the flip side, you're like, what are you really saying about America? Like, um, I'll start with mine Um, so I picked a song I kind of went back and forth I almost went for an older song Um, uh, I almost did uh, Simon Garfunkel's America Um, it's a 1960 song um, and you know it's very um, very iconic what I ended up going with um, is an actual ELO song and they did a song called Calling America Uh, now this is one of their, I want to say one of their last few hits, um, it came out in uh, 1986 um, you know the song hit uh, number 28 in the United Kingdom and then it hit uh, in the top 40s in number 20 in the United States um, and so it's an interesting song because the whole song's is about um, you know the guy trying to find a girl and keeps calling America But the crazy thing is America never answers. And that's pretty clear in the song. And um, it's kind of this weird thing. It's like, you know, what do you really call America if America never reaches calling? Like if it never answers the call, is America still America if it doesn't answer? You know, Um, who are you calling? So, um, I mean, it's, it's interesting. So it's kind of like a, you know, a remorseful love song i don't know i it's one way to take it um but um yeah so good rock beat though um classic yellow um kind of so um what did you guys think of calling america by yellow
2: so i'll start off um first of all this is the first time that i heard this track um so okay to me it, it kind of hit on a couple of different levels for one it was centally, but it, it, it kind of sounds like a sound today where we're, we're going back to the synth heavy tracks that, that ride the beat and, and go forward. You know, so they were kind of their head of their time in their situation, or we just like, you know, looking back on stuff. Um, I like the message within it. Like we're living in a modern world, but yet you're calling America and America's not answering. So, you know, what, what call exactly were they looking for, um, for America to answer is the question. And that's, one that I was kinda like looking on maybe a little bit too deep into it, lyrics wise. But overall, the, the I love the I love the track itself because it's 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 upbeaty. It is definitely uppity there. Um it's got an up tempo, it's got a good beat. Um, you don't think that the song is going in a different direction, but if you listen to the lyrics, it actually is. So but it was a very, very um cool way of presenting whatever message they were trying to convey. In doing so, without just making it a happy go lucky song and say in America twenty five times, so I actually liked it. Okay. So,
4: I'm gonna go in an opposite direction and say I wasn't the biggest (laughs) fan of the song. Um, I don't, I don't dislike ELO, but I, I, I don't know. After hearing that song, I'm not sure there's much more I want to hear by them. oh (laughs) Oh, really i know i know (sighs) but i mean there are songs i do like about them but then when i was listening to this one that you picked i'm not sure i've heard this one before i might have but then i'm like this sounds like every other ELO song that's kind (laughs) of kind of the impression i got listening to it um i don't yeah like i said i don't dislike them there are some songs that i do like but uh i don't know it was it was just okay um you know, I, I know we've had this conversation before about lyrics versus music, and the lyrics really didn't catch me. And uh, I, I, I definitely heard the word "America" during the <laughs> song, um, but I wasn't looking for any deep meaning behind it. I was just more listening to the the jingle, the sound, and uh, yeah, it, it just it definitely was my least favorite of all the tracks that we we picked for this episode. To be okay. honest, so, um, but I there are some songs I do like by them. This is not one of them.
0: Yeah, and, and I I should go back and say so. ELO stands for Electric Light Orchestra, and like most of their known hits is because they did um, disco synth with uh, classical beats. So like the Roll Beethoven, and you know most of their stuff used to used to incorporate classical music with. As uh, synthetic music, so this is one of their like I said one of their last tracks where it's not really any classical track behind it. It's just them doing a original song. But yeah,
4: I think I think I always enjoy an ELO, ELO song more when it's in a movie and not <laughs> when I'm listening <laughs> to it on its
2: own. So you know, oh, then that gives a purpose, right?
3: <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
2: So I get yeah, that. I get like it. Hawaii.
1: I hope you like spam because this is canned. Just kidding. It's not that it's not that bad, uh, but it is kind of. It's kind of like a happy-go-lucky, like on the beach. You know, maybe like an eighties eighties camp movie or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They're going camping or going to the beach. I mean, it's like the lyrics are. Where is he? Where is he when he's trying to get to his lady? Like he's calling out to her in America she must be there is what he's saying. Like he must be somewhere other than America, but he throws America in there a lot. And I don't right. think it's really even about America. I think it's just kind of like, Oh well, yeah. I mean, she's probably there. Yeah. America yeah. over America. and over again.
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm i kind of like not hating the song, but it's not something that I would be like, man, I got to go see these guys in concert now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna eat a can of spam and then I'm gonna go to an ELO concert and listen to That'd be cool. This song.
0: Well, I'm going to an ELO concert, but, but I don't think they're long longer together, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well it would be <laughs> oh. like if I had a time machine. Right.
2: So I was cool off the eating the spam. Let's go. <laughs> so, All right. Let's go. <laughs> so Delicacy right. of Hawaii. Yeah. Just saying.
0: I, I I get where you come in with the span. Yep. Yeah. All right. yeah okay.
1: All
3: right.
0: Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. So um, let's go ahead and I'll go ahead and go with Damon. What, what was what was your pick there, Damon?
1: Oh no! Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What do we know? No. You, guys you guys are like afraid of my pick. Um, no. Okay. So my pick. I think it's a, it's a really political. I love this band. I've seen them like seven times. Um, I saw them as themselves and as their other band name. Uh, but, uh, so Green Day is one of my favorites. And uh, I love the song American Idiot. And... I loved when I saw them seeing it in concert, he was like totally talking about Donald Trump and it was hilarious. Uh, listeners, if you're a Trump fan, you know, sorry, but I'm I'm not, but uh, uh definitely great great live, but uh really good song. I think that it's not saying that you're an idiot if you're in America. It's kind of like they're talking about a lot of the oh the things that Americans just don't realize or like our culture is just kind of like you know lazy a little bit in a way um also a lot of things we do are contradictory and you know it's just it's it's also a big mess and you're we're caught up in it and there's nothing we can do about it you don't want to be an american idiot but you have no choice (laughs) (laughs) um not from healthcare to like, you know, like the, the, the job market to, you know, anything that you can think of that affects you politically in America is kind of what this is about. It's about our leadership too. And just, you know, do you really pick your president? <laughs> uh, it, it could be about a lot of things that I stand for, but that was my pick American idiot green day. And they, they, had, it was like the American idiot tour, uh, Pretty awesome. So I love Green Day. Awesome band. And uh, curious to know what you all thought about that. Not
3: all at once. <laughs> all
0: right. So um, so it, I like the song. I, I know the song, um, you know, for sure. When you picked it for this theme, you know, I, I kind of tried to look at it with some different eyes um, other than just like listening to it in passing. Um it's, it's interesting because the, the subject you were talking about kind of reminds me of, um, back when I was in, I want to say high school. So that was a long time ago, but there was this kid that, uh, I want to say was like New Zealand or, or somewhere over there, like some country, like he, threw something in the trash but didn't go in the trash can and then because he was American he refused to pick it up and put in the trash can so they get hit, they arrested him and then they were going to cane him and so but the thing was like he was just being obstinate because he's American he's like you can't do this to me you can't cane me and sure enough he got his ass caned because he didn't throw the garbage at the trash can and that's totally what American idiot is it's that like I'm America, I'm the best country and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do because America knows best because we're number one, right? <laughs> and just being a total idiot, so, but yeah.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, it's like, I, I I forgot what that kid did, so yeah, so he, I thought he spray painted a car or something.
2: But... Yeah, I thought he did some kind of graffiti or... Oh, really? so oh. they were gonna cane him, right? Yeah. With
1: like yeah. a Wait, sugar we... cane?
4: <laughs> we're yeah, we talking about King. bard simpson <laughs> no 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 no, no well there's no, there an episode be. about this yeah
2: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh it's it's you know it kind of speaks to our our mindset when we're in our own world literally everything from sexuality to to social media to political stance to even racial stance like we we literally form our own thoughts and we think that everybody else is supposed to think like that. When in actuality the whole world is a really big place with their own rules and their own way of life. And even now we got basketball players that are locked up in another country for something that they thought was minuscule, but you know, they could actually get years for that. Um, you had another one who was shit in college and stole some sunglasses and wound up Getting caught and wasn't nearly about to spend like 10 years in prison on some shit. Oh, like, <laughs> like we, we were really caught up in our own atmosphere. Um, when it comes to what we think is right and what we think should be versus the world. And yeah, anybody that, that can look from the outside looking in, they can, they could try to call us all American idiots in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Some of us are a little bit more, you know, in tune with what's going on. But for the most part, they were saying, don't be that guy. Don't don't be that person that's so wrapped up in what you have going on that you think that everybody else is supposed to think that way. So, you know, I, I hate to be the the person that loves all music, but I definitely love this song. I didn't even really have to listen to it when you told me about it because I already knew what it was about and I remember when it came out and I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm all in it. So Yeah, I agree,
1: I agree with everything you're saying, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it it it's like Really, too, like a lot of people just don't, they don't realize how much how good we have it or how naive we look or, you know, it's about
2: social media and how that affects you, too. But, yeah, it's media outlets in general, like we listen to the news like it's it's, you know, the, the one true source of all of our all of our knowledge. And in actuality, they're a TV show like every other TV show we watch. They go. Yeah. If something does it right or the ratings start falling off, they switch anchors. So, you know, we got to take that into consideration too. Yep. Yeah, but, and thoughts, man. I mean, I
4: I've heard this song so many times. I didn't really have to listen to it for the episode, but I did a couple times because I I really like the song, and I I have the album. I've, I've had it since it first came out. I've heard it many many times, and. uh I mean, the message is very clear. I don't really need to go too much into it. You guys have already talked about it too, and it speaks for itself. Um, but just as a song, it's, it's awesome. Like even if, even if you're not really listening to the lyrics, it's just got a great beat. And, uh, it's just, it's a fun song to listen to, you know, and, and it has a, a, a good, a, a good message in it too. So, you know, what more, what more would you want or what more could you want in a song? So.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love this like title, the album too. But like, it just when he said "fuck Trump," <laughs> the couch <concert, laughs> I was like, I started screaming, dude. I was jumping up and down. Everybody was like so excited to be at that that show and be around people that were like minded. Um, and I don't normally say stuff like that. That's so outwardly like you know I don't agree with your side. But that was that was a space where I felt safe to say, yeah, I agree with fuck Trump. And I'm proud to say it on this podcast, but, you know. <laughs> speak your mind, kid. You, this America.
0: This America, right?
1: <laughs> it, it, it was a blast. It was for sure a blast. Like, it, And that's really, like, live music is that as opposed to just loving the album. But, I mean, the uh, the punk rock you know, fucking geniuses that Green Day is. I mean, it's it just made this album so much better. To to hear like a punk band, you know, sing polit sing about politics and be on my side of the fence. I mean that's just so exciting to me. So but yeah, they they don't even stop, dude. The guitar is fucking like nonstop. stop. Drums are he's insane. But yeah, Green Day. Okay we'll be okay. we'll be talking about their albums at another time okay
4: so,
0: yeah sounds good all right so uh um, we'll go and go to brandon what what did you have for us brandon
4: i was so shocked i wasn't going to be the second person <laughs> so um, yeah me too me too <laughs> yeah so too, because, because i i i talk smack about your song i'm like yeah i'm gonna be next
1: <laughs> um <laughs> well, I kind of talked smack about this, so <laughs>
4: anyway. Um yeah, so um yeah, there are definitely a lot of songs with uh with America in it, and uh to pick a good one, you know, I had to put some thought into it. And then um I thought I was gonna go with this one, but then I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> this is it. You know? I don't need to listen to anything else, like, why didn't I think of this right away? And uh, this is a song from one of my favorite bands, one of my favorite musicians of all time. Uh, it is from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and that is 1976 American Girl. So... Um, you've heard the song. You've had to have heard the song. And if you haven't, go listen. I mean, it's everywhere. It's been in movies, television, commercials. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a staple of, of rock history, man. Um, the song was, uh, was recorded for their debut album, their self-titled debut album. Interesting enough, it was actually recorded on July 4th, 1976 that was when the song was recorded uh on the anniversary uh of the bicentennial uh, anniversary of uh of this country um anyway uh yeah so the song was released as a single when it came out it didn't even chart when the song came out which i what um but it actually did chart when they released it as the second single on their greatest hits that came out in 1994. Um, man, I love this song, dude. This song's so awesome. It's It's got a, a killer riff. The guitars are great. Um, the lyrics are awesome. Like, you know, like I there, there's a, there's a great theme in there. Great message that I really enjoy. But even if you don't really listen to the lyrics, just his voice, and the instruments are just killer. I I love like when it breaks down for a moment in the in the song. It just, I just I think it's phenomenal. Um, you know, just I, I really would love to maybe do a, a, a Tom Petty episode, uh, because I love him. He's awesome. I there's so many songs I like. It's hard to pick a couple favorites. This is definitely one of them. Um interesting little side note I just wanted to mention. So, when he died, uh, this was actually the last song that he played as Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and then a week later, he died. That was the last song he played in public with uh, the Heartbreakers, and, uh, and then a week later, he tragically passed away. Um, but what a hell of a song, what a hell of an artist. Um, if you don't like the song, who gives a shit? It's great. <laughs> um, anyway... Those are my thoughts.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is choice. Uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, but only for this song. And yeah, Tom Petty is fucking awesome. Ditto. I don't give a I don't give a hoot if you like it or not. But yeah, you should like it. You should listen to Tom Petty. Uh, the Heartbreaker is fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, I was sad when he died. I was in New York when that happened. I was with my wife's family and we were just hanging out and that, that came on the news. So that was like an awful thing to hear, but he was young too. Um, yeah, no, I love this song a lot. I think lyrically he's kind of like a genius. I think he's like Bob Dylan kind of style a little bit. They're sort of from the same era. So it's kind of like makes sense, but yeah. Oh my God. It's, this is such a cool song. Um, anytime I I hear this, it's like, oh, I I can't get enough of this. And I, I think a lot of Tom Petty is kind of similar. Like a a lot of it has a very upbeat sound. Um, but that's, that's really what I like about the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Really good. Um, thanks for that pick, man. Thanks for, thanks for letting me listen to something
2: good. (laughs) Stuff, stuff. (laughs) What were you guys? Sorry, who's on first? Dead space. space. How we follow that up, man? Right. um, Okay, so I'll I'll put it like this: Tom Petty to me is is one of the rock gods. Um, He he is a storyteller. He is a soother. He knows how to rock, but he has his own eclectic style that very 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 few people can actually attend to or even try to mimic and those who do, just suck at it. So I won't say that. Um, rest peace to him, definitely. Uh, pre following was my favorite song, just fans down. Well, with that being said, as far as this particular song right here, I loved it. I love how the track came in. It's definitely a, a riding track where you just ride the beat and go in. I love his message in it. You know, girl really that wants to get out of the whole big world, um, You know, live it last night as long as you can, go through it, do what you can. But that breakdown, dude, threw me the fuck off around like two minutes, 15 seconds in. Like that breakdown literally took me from being in Tom Petty mode. It's something about the sounds and the acoustics of where they came in. It literally took me to like Greece. <laughs> I have no idea how or why it did, but it took me to like a, a, a musical format, um, within that, that, that bridge. And then he came back in, you know, on top of that and, and kind of rocked it out. But it, it for some reason, it kind of like irked me. It got under my skin. Like I was not expecting that at all. It was like a musical number just got mixed in with a rock song. It's like, damn, where the hell did that come from? And it <laughs> threw me off. But they got me back in the mode, and that was cool. That I was able to finish the song. It's a great song altogether. together. That's a complete song. Um. So other than the grease moment, where I could see them like dancing out in front of the the roller coasters and the whole nine <laughs> <laughs> it, everything. Grease, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where? You, <laughs> yeah, it literally. Yeah, it took me <laughs> to the movie, bro. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. That breakdown threw me off. I was not expecting that at all. So. Hmm.
0: I'm going to confess uh, that I I don't know a lot of Tom Petty songs. Like, oh geez, I I know "Free Falling." Okay, and and I knew this one. This one I came across in my research, and I I, this was on my short list for sure. Um, But uh, yeah, it was. I I like the song for sure. It just it's one of those things. I'll it's one of my blank spots is Tom Petty. So, but uh, yeah, no, I like the song. I like the message. Um, I like. It, again, this is one of those songs where it, it has that message of like, you know, there's the the promise of what America should be and then there's what it actually is and how, you know, we always are trying to get to what the promise is, but it, it's never we never get there, you know. It, it, and I think half of the time America is the journey to the promise, not the actual promise itself. Um mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's kind of what this song conveys, especially uh for for the American Girl,
1: but yeah, I think it's also a love song too. I think it's kind of funny because it sort of resembles your pick, Taj, but it's said a little bit differently. So you know, yeah, no, for I sure. Obviously, so ELO, ELO is trying to convey the same message. It's getting get there for me as much as Tom Petty, but uh, yeah, I think there, it is kind of like a similar like, okay, maybe America and borders, you know, in this world can divide people that are in love. It makes things all fucked up. And it's not our fault, damn it. <laughs> it
4: is actually <special.
1: laughs>
2: okay. So no, that's <laughs> we another discussion. We're we're
1: under Right. <laughs> Just Netflix and chill, man. Netflix and chill.
2: Netflix. Everybody chill. needs to Netflix and chill.
1: <laughs>
0: that's for sure. So but before we I'm I'm gonna go ahead and move on. if, if that's okay. Before we next Netflix and chill, we're gonna I'm going to have Dietrich come in with the heavy because if he doesn't come in with the heavy, I'm going to come in with the heavy on, on oh, this man. next
2: big. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, <laughs> this was actually when we brought up this topic, this was the first song that came to my mind. And it was coming to my mind because it's so prevalent, especially with what's going on today. Um, with that being said, I tried to be a little lighthearted. And I said, like, you know, I wasn't going to get that deep with it. I was going to pick another song, come to find out the other song, you know, some, of what I thought was the title wasn't the actual title. And, and we went from there because that was a feel good song within itself. But in this situation, um, yeah, I had to go back to my original thought and my original thought was from 2018. It's a, uh, uh, actor, writer, uh, producer, rapper, artist. Um, goes by many hats, many, many, many different hats. Show producer, um, started off as a comedian writer, a comedic writer, and and wound up becoming an actor on on a show. And then when free time got bored and said, I could rap. So let's go ahead and rap it. So that's what he did. Um, and this particular song itself was actually supposed to be patterned after We Are the World. (laughs) <laughs> and um, you know that old lady song we brought up before we are the world where you had a bunch of stars on it well they were supposed to take a bunch of rappers on it and rap different verses and what they decided to do was just use like their ad-libs their, their kind of like catch sayings and, and phrases within this track and turned it into more of a you know this is black America now um, and, and what we're going through and how we're going through it so the track is this is America by Childish Gambino yeah, yeah. America. Don't slipping no. Don't slipping no. Um, it was written by him, uh Jeffrey Lamar Williams, for those who don't know, that is Young Thug. Um I, the artist, aka free Young Thug, is being incarcerated right now. And um uh they came with the idea and the the song itself, you know, kind of speaks for itself. This is America, don't get caught slipping though. You know, you you can literally get taken out in the blink of an eye and nobody with bad eye in the situation. Just for the color of your skin, just for the, the the things that you relate to, just for the way that you move and how you interact. And you know, we, we got a lot of targets on our back, um, so to speak. And that's that's really the black experience for where it's coming from. It's you know, one one person could, you know, be running from the cops and you know, may have done something wrong, or maybe may be a traffic situation, and wind up getting shot at 60 times, whereas one person could turn around and shoot at a bunch of people and wind up getting arrested and, and taken in without harm. So, and that's the kind of world that we're living in right now, and it makes it a very honest world. And in this song within itself, the the video itself killed it. Um It hit all of the points that he was trying to make. Um, especially even down to the pants that he was wearing. Those were actual Confederate pants, uh, that he had on in the video that he was rocking. Um, but, uh, the song actually was his first number one hit. It was his first time breaking the top 10. Um, it won four Grammys, uh, for coming out, you know, video of the year, record of the year. Um, a couple of other things that it was nominated, best rock song. Um, and bottom line is, you know, this is America. He he hit it from a very blunt point of view, um, Tried to try to jazz it up as much as possible. But it's the America that I live in. And I'm not going to say everything is bad because I love America for what it is. But I also recognize for what it's not. And I know that's anywhere in the world. You could say, you know, everybody has oppressive natures or, or things that they have going on in their own town or their own country. But for me living in this country, I've seen both sides. I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. So what do you got to think about
3: it? So, oh, good.
4: Uh, I I think this is a great song. Um, great choice. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of Childish Gambino. Big fan of, uh, of Donald Glover. Um, the guy is a renaissance man. And uh, he, he's an incredible talent for sure. The song is is very, uh, uh, what's where it's, 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 it's very, the, the message is, 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 is very strong and, and, um, definitely resonates and, and it's definitely, you know, it's not just the song is not just a product of our time. It's an ongoing struggle in this country for, for a long time. Um, and, not much has changed since that song came out. Um, but, you know, the song itself is just, it's, it's phenomenal. The music video enhances it. The music video is just, is it, amazing. And, um, yeah, this is a great choice. Great song. Um, I'm glad you picked it. And, uh, you know, if there's anybody listening out out there and hasn't heard the song, do yourself a favor and go listen to it. It's it's very strong. Uh, great choice. So
0: I, I was going to say, so this is one of those. I know most people talk about music videos and like remembering like M- MTV back in the day. Like this is one of those songs that I, you know, I didn't follow Ch- Childish Gambino, but through through some kind of like podcast or through just YouTube in general that this music video hit the zeitgeist and i saw the music video at least two or three times and th- this for sure like embodies you know black life matter it, it embodies like america for a certain percentage of the population and you're like the 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 music video for sure has a lot more juxtapositions than you actually hear in the musical tracks and mm-hmm. and really so you know even now when i hear the song like i visualize and i keep waiting for the auditory cues for the juxtaposition um which they're not quite there in the musical track itself but but once you see that music video you remember them like they're like (laughs) because they're there when you hear the song you're like oh shit because things are all peaceful and then it flips in the video and you're like and you just kind of relate that to the song you're like oh crap like we just went from happiness to <laughs> people are getting shot in the background you're like what the hell is going on like it that song yeah the music video just sells the whole thing and so yeah for sure and, and yeah i remember it, i you know i'll never forget this song for sure so
1: yeah oh, Cool yeah. yeah The the imagery is 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 like terrifying in a way, because you see families and people having fun and enjoying their life in America as a free world, but then everything that goes on in this country and, you know, other parts of the world too, but America specifically, you could be rich, you could be successful in doing everything that you wanted to do. But at the end of the day, there's somebody there trying to push you down or say that you shouldn't have that, or they don't care. It's just yeah, to me that just yeah, that's sickening. But it's the song is is great. It's great message, and there needs to be there needs to be more like this. Great artist, great message, and a really good song too. I mean, like a lot of artists that I like, um, they could have a strong message, and you cannot, you could. go through listening to the song and not know exactly what they're talking about and still like the song. So being, you know, double, I guess, blessed with like really good lyrics and really good music and instrumentals in the background. Uh, yeah, definitely love it, man. That's, that's really good. And I, 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 I like Childish Gambino. Gambino. I think he's a really good artist. Uh, but thanks, thanks for this pick, man.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't your first pick, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was. It was your first pick, and then it wasn't. It was my first pick, and then I switched it up, and then it's like, yeah, let's let's go back to it. Um, it it needed to be said, it needed to be done. Like for everybody just out here in the world, yeah, I know. You know, we have our own stigma about ourselves as far as being black, and I don't like talking about it a lot just because you know everything is out there. But what I will say is this. You know, I, we definitely have a part to play in, in not only the, the solution of the situation, but also in in the chastising of ourselves. I mean, we, we kill ourselves and everybody thinks it's a justifiable reason to kill us as well. And that's just not the case. So I know we definitely have some stuff to look on the inside of what we're doing, how we're doing in order to get our culture together. But I don't, I don't like having that extra thought process of, um, You know, something going on behind my back that I can't see or can't can't deal anything with. Um, especially when it's out of my control. That's definitely not not a fun situation. I'm trying to like be as bland as possible because I'm not trying to get off into the specifics of everything, especially as happened in the last couple of days. Um, that we know about. But but for the most part, you know, being alive is a privilege. Uh, we right. we all kind of take that for granted, and I think some people take it more for granted than others. And I don't want my family knowing that I got pulled over for a red light or running a stop sign. And the next thing you know, they got to work on my my funeral arrangements based on the situation. Like if I'm gonna go out in that type of situation, let me go out on my own accord because I put myself in that situation to do so, not because the color of my skin judged what was gonna happen. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Well, plus, I mean, especially that—that's what he's trying to say in the song. Is like, Mm -hmm. and the the extra pressure to be more perfect. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. make as you can't make as many mistakes (laughs) as other people because if you do, it it just they fault you for slipping. Like, and and that's and that's BS. Yeah, (laughs)
3: it's it's total BS.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's it's totally expected, and it's like shouldn't be that way for anybody, not just myself, my race or whatever. For anybody, it should not be expected yeah. uh, of the situation. Like everybody should be able to have the right to live their lives. If you are doing it wrong, you need to answer for that wrong. That's that's totally that's totally right within the laws of the step within the land. But then again, the laws of the step within the land weren't meant for everybody in the first place. And that's why we have the America that we have. Like you got other places in the world where you don't have as many shootings. You don't have as many, um, things that are going on in the situation. Yeah, they may have some other stuff that's messed up, but you know, we, we don't have the degree of of violence that we do here in this, in this nation. So we definitely need to work on ourselves before we try to correct anybody else on what they're doing.
3: And I wish
1: that we could. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I wish we could. Say that message and have it mean something to everybody that it didn't mean anything to before. Wow. That would be the perfect world for me, for people to really understand where something's coming from and what it means and how it could make things a better place because you're right. This is, this is a privilege to be alive. Everything that we have, I, I, we easily take it for granted because no. it's there. And I think your song is is different from my pick, but they're also very similar, very politically driven, very motivated by the need for information to get out there the right way for people that might not be doing great things or thinking, in my mind, the right way to to get their head out of their fucking ass
2: (laughs) and start doing the right thing, man. Yeah. You know? I don't to fucking change, like for real, like across the board. America, we love you, but damn it, you got to change. Man. <laughs> My
1: Sorry. grandfather, he came from Mexico. I mean, you know, like he died working, you know, pretty young, actually. He was 49. But I mean, it was incredible. He came over here and he started a big family and started a business and he was working in a big company. He was on a visa. But like, yeah, that's what this country's about. It's a it's a melting American pot. Dream, yeah. Right. It didn't start out that way. No. I mean, this land was oppressed for a very long time. It was stolen. It was just there's so many bad things that have happened on this soil in America and that continue to happen in just different ways. But history and, you know, just current times have have just shown us how Bad greed and hate and ignorance can just destroy everything. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, music can. Music is the one thing that everybody can like. Understand is universal. Even music that you can't, you know, the lyrics if they're foreign, whatever, you can still you can still get the feeling from. You know, like I was saying, childish Gambino's music. Without the words, without knowing what he's saying, it's still really good,
0: right? Uh, we, yeah, yeah. So, and, and plus, like to to go back to the actual music, like what, what I find interesting, like without the music video, but the the like the auditory juxtaposition is the fact that it has that that African beat to it, and yet it, it's saying this is America. Because some people, some people may have the negative connotation that you know most of Africa is a third world country, which not. You know, but, yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say, but then it's, big, you, it's a big
1: place, big place. It's a
0: big place. Right. And not all of it is like that. And then but you have that. And then you're saying, you know, this is America. It it sounds African. And this is, you know, you, you know, it makes that person readjust their, their mindset about like,
2: you know, for sure. Yeah, I, I think the funniest thing, like the most ironic situation about this, like. The actual producer of the track, he's white.
1: Right. But so that's, that's, and that's great. I mean, that's, that's, uh, something that some people might not think is possible, though, which is like ridiculous. But that's, that is the mindset. That's the mindset.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Ludwig, uh, uh, Gor- uh, yeah, he actually produced uh, the Red Ball track for Childish Gambino as well. And when you look at him, he, you know, looks like a Swedish dude with long hair, kind of hippieish, and, and he comes up and he, this guy like, plays 27 instruments and it's cold as hell. So the fact that he, produced track, yeah, produced the track by himself and was able to, to convey that kind of, that kind of ethnic tone within it. It's just like crazy. Um, but even still, it's like this is what Bill and Ted has been trying to do forever, man. Let's all come together. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Be
0: excellent to each other. Yes, that's it. And right. Party
2: on. Where's so, <laughs> right. Asian when man. you need them? Right. Bruh, Genghis, Khan. come on, man. Let's, right. let's, let's all get together and and, and, and play the perfect song. And that's all we need to do. Right? So,
0: I got you. All right. Let's flip it. Let's flip it.
4: Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and flip the record to side B. Let's drop that needle on side B. Taj, you had homework for us for this episode. Did you not?
0: I I did have homework uh, for us uh, on this episode. Thank you for, for reminding us. So, um, part of why I picked the theme was because of the album that I picked to go with it. Um, so the album that I picked is the jazz singer, uh, 1980 version with Neil Diamond. Um, when the main songs on the jazz singers is, is coming to America that like, that's the, the first track on this album, the last track on the album, it's one the, of the main things, um, that, that, uh, that soundtrack is known for. Um, I'm going to take just a couple steps back because uh, I mentioned before on the previous episode that um, um, you know A Star is Born uh, versus Jazz Singer how they're, um, A Star is Born has like four movies, Jazz Singer has three um, Jazz Singer, th- the reason why it has been remade so many times is Part, part of it is that the very first jazz singer was the first movie. So it was in 1927. It was one of the first movies to uh, feature length motion picture that both synchronized recorded music score as well as lip uh, limp singing, singing and speech. So it, it had, it was one of the first ones to have actual musical numbers and speaking numbers at the same time in the movie. Um, And so the story of the jazz singer has always been, um, A Jewish person finding jazz and falling into becoming a musician and leading away from becoming um, a a religious person in a sense. Um, The jazz singer, the 1980 version, is very much that. And it's interesting coming in after we talked about Elvis because there's a lot of – (laughs) there's there's a lot of like the fame leads to drugs (laughs) or alcohol in in your life going downhill and then you pulling your life back together um it's because i don't know i want to bring that up because there's also that john denver movie where it's also about john denver becoming like famous and then you know he goes to drugs and then he switches his life but his his Famous person dies, but he goes back to just being a regular uh, singer that, to, that they enjoyed the music. Um, so, but the, um, I'm trying to remember the movie, that one. Um, anyways, so, but the, the jazz singer, um, the 1980 version, it very much still covers uh, uh, Neil Diamond as a cantor. So, a cantor is a Jewish singer. Um, so, the, um, just in case you guys. We're curious, uh, cantors and rabbis both go to the same schools together. So the uh, cantor is responsible for learning how to sing the the actual uh, Hebrew, whereas the rabbi is just interpreting and doing the sermons. Um, and so th- they very much work in tandem. And so that's why in this particular case, it's kind of a big deal because he goes from like being a cantor to becoming a <laughs> jazz singer, <laughs> uh, famous musician, and he leaves his I think he leaves his wife and kid behind and then he reconnects with them later on. But yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyways, uh, one thing I, I will admit that is a little problematic uh, with uh, this version of the movie is there is a scene uh, where Neil Diamond is in blackface. So I'm just going to be honest. If you do go out and watch this movie uh, and you can hear it in the soundtrack, it's at uh, third song, uh, you baby. Uh, Because the song ends with like, hey, hey, that's not a brother, that's a white guy. And it's because he's in blackface, but he didn't uh, uh, cover his hands. And so they they saw him clapping his hands and a riot breaks out, which uh, I will admit is problematic with this album. Uh, But the rest of the album is just amazing. I mean... um, I don't know a lot about Neil Diamond. I know this this movie. I know this soundtrack. I used to listen to the soundtrack. This is one of those I had on CD, probably, uh, as a kid. But I know I would listen to this song a lot. Um, the other problematic thing to be aware of is there's a Robert E. Lee song <laughs> on here too, uh, which I know as a kid, without knowing about Robert E. Lee, I like that was one of my favorite favorite tracks because it's just it's a different track but uh uh now that i know better uh that's not my pick but but still it the the funny thing is that it's not about robbery lee itself it's about a boat called robbery lee so you know hopefully that that takes us a little bit (laughs) no no okay sorry so i just picked the most problematic album ever
2: (laughs) to follow this up <laughs> you know, had I gone with my second choice, we we'll wouldn't be talking about this right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's no, all good, bro. It's all good. It's all good. So yeah, okay. But yeah, the the album as a whole, like the the songs are just each one's memorable, um, and it's just an amazing album. So, um, if I had to pick a song, it's oh god, I mean, "Summer Love" is amazing. My choice pick would probably be Hello Again. I mean, Hello Again is just an amazing song, but yeah. And I'm a sucker for any song that has the word hello. (laughs) So, (laughs) trust me, it goes back to Cars. Because my favorite Cars song was Hello.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Has that ever been introduced on his podcast, (laughs) that you like songs with the word hello in them?
0: No, it's never been introduced at all. (laughs) This is it.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
4: <laughs> so that's something else we've learned about Taj. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but
1: yeah. All right. Taj, I, I can see you doing a Neil Diamond <laughs> showcase one day. <laughs> Neil Diamond showcase. Uh, okay. Karaoke extravaganza.
0: <laughs> all nil Diamond. So, all right. W- what did you guys think? So.
1: <laughs> I got a fun fact. Robert E. Lee is a distant relative to my wife. <laughs> Her family is related to <laughs> Robert E. Lee. So, you know.
4: Your wife's related to a boat?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird, but yeah. The boat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I could make that. something. <laughs> Real, but awkward. but uh, Taja's favorite movie is Cars. So, you say? All right. But also, yeah, that that was my fun fact, and it's not like my favorite song on the album. I do like listening to Neil Diamond because it's always like really fun, and I just want to snap my fingers, and it makes me want to do karaoke, but in an operatic voice, kind of like Neil Diamond. <laughs> He's got a good voice, man. He hits, he he really is a good jazz jazzy kinda did he do Vegas? Was he like a Vegas show guy too? I don't know. I, I would I feel think like he so. Must have did something like that. But if he didn't, shame on Vegas. But uh yeah, I liked I liked a few different songs. The one I thought was weird was Acapulco. Is it
0: Acapulco? Acapulco? Acapulco. Yeah.
1: Is that how you spell it normally? I thought it was Acapulco. That's why I was (laughs) was thrown off. I was like, wait a minute. What is he talking about? And he likes Robert E. Lee. (laughs) But, uh, I know it's all a statement. He's making, they're making a statement with this. I haven't seen the movie. Now I want to see the movie. I'm really interested in that because it sounds like it might be kind of fun to watch. But, uh. Or terrifying. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. He no, he's been wearing gold pants when he was in the movie, right? Yeah, no? bell bottoms. Uh,
0: later on, he he, he has a the, an outfit that's like kind of a, a white shirt and white pants. Uh, yeah, sparkly. He kept, yeah, sparkly. Yeah, sparkly. Yeah, because he, he has a a a CBS special just like Elvis in that one, so.
3: But yeah,
1: so I don't know. I don't know like the story. I didn't. I didn't do a deep dive into the jazz scene or, There's three movies out there, so that's crazy. And right. So there's three different renditions at different time periods, like different decades. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: It, exactly. So the first one was in 1927, and then the second one, uh, I kind of looked that up. I want to say it was like 30s or 50s, and then there was this one in the 80s. So, but yeah,
1: I got to see the 80s version. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. I like, I like the star is born, but that's a different, I think that's a, it seems like a different story. Yeah. They just have the versions out there, but yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, the jazz singer. So he's, he's a Jewish. Cantor person, a cantor. Right. That wants to
0: change his religion. No, he doesn't want to change his religion. He just wants to experience and, and do other music but, but it's one oh, of those okay. it's one of those things where you know it kind or of jazz. takes them yeah which okay. is jazz but it takes them away the fame and you know the the lifestyle takes them away from you know a, a pious life in a sense so um it, and you know it, the road and drugs and the women and you know it. Doesn't lead you to be very religious.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and, yeah. And observe the Sabbath, you know.
2: So All those all those stories are have similar backgrounds and in all situations. I'd rather watch the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> 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 How it to ties everything together, man. Right. Sounds
0: good. I, I can get that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's so. what's up. Um I'll go ahead and chip in. Um, I was already aware of, of those little caveats that you were bringing in. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I've known about the movie, I've known about the shorts, I've known about you know that that type of stuff. So I wasn't too much tripping on it. Um, for me, I'll just get right into it. My favorite song on here was "Summer Love." Um, you know, it's got a sweet little tune to it. Um, I think his voice is is very very much so carries on the track. Is is one of those lover type tracks, and and it feel good. Type stories to it. So, um, Summer Love is, is probably my favorite track on here. Other than that, uh, and, and the other caveats, I was kind of like, okay, I, I, I can, I can deal with Neil Diamond. <laughs> 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 um, if, if I had to pick. I would pick uh Tom Jones to kick Neil Diamond's ass. If they, were, if they were doing that's a celebrity boxing match. He's a Vegas fan, um, for sure. Yeah, that's straight there Vegas man. Go. There if we go. If we had to do it, I, I would pick that and go with it. But for the most part, um, you know, it definitely played into the story. It played into the musical, so I'm not not too much tripping on that. And you know, it is what it is. It's, it was a it was a good pick by you. Um, I know you probably didn't think of those things, you know, when when the, when, <laughs> when that came up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh and then after the fact, it's kinda like, oh shit, what what do I do with this? But nah, um I don't I don't get mad at stuff like that, man. Everybody's got their own interpretation of what they do and how they do it. At least they can't hold it against them because it's been out there for so long. Right. It's not <laughs> like he's gonna get canceled right about now, so it's not true. Sure. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm good. I speak my peace. we 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 cool. So what do you think, Brandon?
4: Yeah, to kind of paraphrase what Diedrich said, um, this is definitely a choice by Taj,
3: <laughs> for sure.
4: <laughs> you know? um, so it does explain a lot about your, your choice of music, too. Like, if this was a CD you had as a kid, you know, or like you had a Negle Diamond C D as a kid? You <laughs> oh, know, <man. laughs> like, what you know? <laughs> Did you have a Robert E. Lee? Book? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine Taj st- singing that song as a kid not knowing what, what <laughs> who Robert E. Lee was. Bolt, and then let's listening to it for this break. episode going, Oh no. You know? But uh, anyway. Um Yeah, I know. You know, I I have seen the movie. I probably haven't seen it since I was in high school. Um, I do remember my mom showing the movie to me or my parents showing it to me that they liked the movie. And so, you know, that was my my first uh, experience with with the the movie. I feel like I've maybe seen a movie once or twice. Um, You know, I definitely know a couple of the tracks like the America and Hello Again. Um, you know, those songs sometimes pop up, you know, on the radio or on Sirius XM. Um, not as much of the other songs uh, on the album. Um, those are the two that always come to mind. But anyway, um, I remember actually liking the movie, thinking that I probably wouldn't because I'm like, who's this, you know, old dude <laughs> singing these songs when I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm a teenager, you know. But um, anyway, I, I remember digging the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good. Um, I don't remember a lot of stuff, apparently, because I do not remember some of those things that you brought up about the movie. I'm like, oh, crap. That explains so much about that one song, that third track. I'm like, oh, that explains why they say what they do on the album. Right? I'm like, what? How did you not know that he was white? Like, oh, OK. Um, anyway, yeah. So it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, apparently. Um, but yeah, as a whole, you know, I actually enjoy listening to the album. Um, I, I actually listened to it a few times, probably cause I was bored. Um, and because I, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, yeah, there are songs that are problematic. Um, but you know, like they're not, they're not horrible. Like Great. even the Robert, e, the, the Robert E. Lee song, like there is some charm to it, but I wish the, boat was named something else <laughs> right you now so um yeah, just but, uh, of it. yeah. In the sunset you know nothing else rhymes with robert e lee uh <laughs> or like something you can't pick some other you know i so we gone with i don't know a union union leader um anyway but yeah overall i actually do enjoy the album i i think for the most part it's pretty good i think it's it's solid Some songs are definitely better than others. Um, If you had, if I had picked the song before listening to it again, I probably would have picked America. Um, But after listening to it again, and this shocks me, uh, when I was younger, I hated Hello Again because it was just too slow and sappy. And I'm like, I hate this kind of music. (laughs) And now, like, in my 40s, I'm like, oh, Hello Again. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite track as well is Hello Again. I think it's actually a really good song. Uh, And uh, I'm I was just I was perplexed why that was my favorite track, because I did not like that when I was a teenager. So um, but I like it now. So anyway, good choice. I like the I like the album. I remember liking the movie may not be the same if I watch it again, (laughs) especially after some of the stuff that you brought up but uh on its own as its own entity i do enjoy the album actually um and uh yeah but again this explains so much about your childhood touch <laughs> so yeah it's but, it a
1: yeah. very art house movie is it like it's an art house movie about no, a
4: guy no. that he wants no. to change up it's, his music a little bit this is back when like they but made like, movie movies artist. for a, this is when they made movies for adults and it wasn't yeah. called an art house film. Yeah. You no, know? No.
1: So it's a movie yeah. for people that live in America because they don't understand all the real world works. This was before,
4: know. you know, all the Marvel <laughs> movies. Yeah. Like, this was America. You can go this to the movie America. theater and get a, a, a film with with a good plot and good themes. Right. So
1: yeah. It sounds yeah. kind of like he's on acid. He's got blackface. He's got a fucking... Totally, a uh, racist boat going on. No, has got, but yet he just wants to really get in touch with his musical background and his Jewish roots. Right? I'm just no. trying
3: to understand where this movie's when going. The, it, so, no, it's
1: Windows. Just right, watch it, the
3: movie.
0: Yeah, if I remember correctly, it's one of those where he's like the first generation of of an immigrant. And so he's trying to fit more in with America. And so he wants to learn jazz, which is the American music. And that's really where like even the first movie is at, is that jazz is the American music. And so you have immigrants that want to become American. So they think they have to learn and imitate the music of America, which is jazz. And so that's really what this is, is he's a first generation And he's like, I want to be American, so I want to play jazz. I don't want to do this religious music stuff. I want to be a a rock singer and, you know, create music that makes people feel good. And so that's kind of where he goes down this path of like, he leaves behind uh, his religion, his wife, and his kids to become like a, a famous rocker. And then, um, Jazz rock happens, yeah. Jazz rocker, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's like saying Kenny G <laughs> his
1: is like the same as
2: Yeah.
1: What's that t-shirt? Sure? Yeah.
2: yeah. I was saying through his through his naiveness he figures out <laughs> what's right and what's wrong and what's uh, uh, you know, where yeah. where, where, he, where he kind of went left, and that's that's where the situation comes up to be. Yeah. It's not always cracked exactly, up to be. Yeah.
1: Sounds like yeah. a crazy ride. Maybe I'll maybe I'll check out the movie. I don't know.
4: <laughs> And if he was a real, like a real person, this character, like forty-two years later, he's probably thinking, "I hope they did not record me <laughs> on stage <laughs> doing that song because this is gonna come back to to bite me." You're right? So, it yeah. just sounds so.
1: He sounds confused. He's like, "Jazz, it's, jazz, it's right weird too." i I
4: I'm, oh, I'm really uh, surprised because I don't think of Neil Diamond as an actor, and it, it's still surprising that like he got cast in a you know a big production it's right strange what's funny because like
0: back in that era like even Paul Simon has an out movie it's like and you're like there was just an era of like famous music people did a movie you know
1: what (laughs) movie did Paul Simon do one trick
0: pony I've never seen it but I know the movie title
1: yeah okay
0: yeah I, I just I just happen to know it because I've seen that the movie, the, the VHS box, but I never watched it. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: The VHS box. <laughs> <When does, laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Where did you see that?
0: Had, it's back a long time ago when I was a kid.
1: <laughs> oh, so you sure? Like your parents had it or something?
0: No, no. It was one at the movie rental store. Uh, like, One of those, uh,
1: yeah. one of those movie stores yeah. you walk into. <laughs> exactly.
4: Was it out at Hastings? No, it wasn't at <laughs> <Anna> Hastings.
2: Was <laughs> that a wiener? <laughs> all
1: right. So, <laughs> so I don't even to, know what that means, but okay. All right. Oh, to,
0: no. to do a side topic on, on this, I just want to ask. Um, so This jazz singer didn't seem that jazzy to me. I'm just going to be honest. I I love the soundtrack. Don't get me wrong. But it's not that jazzy. And since, like I said, you know, A Star is Born has already a fourth movie. And I seriously think there at some point somebody's going to remake the jazz singer. I seriously think that if it gets remade, it needs to be remade with an African-American actor and have, have actual jazz music. So, no, that would take the fun out of it. So I'm thinking, I think they got to <laughs> drop the whole Jewish part and then just have it actually called the jazz singer. So no. I, My bet is no. either like John Legend. No,
4: acting. dude. If they, no. they make it, it's still going to be a white dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to <laughs> <gonna> be the fucking <laughs> <Hulk> singer. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs>
2: so, I mean, There's no way. No, that that takes away the whole premise of the situation. That. The whole, the whole premise of it is somebody that, that does not know this world and wants to be involved in it. And you can't do that when you have somebody that's, that's involved in it. You know, it, it takes away the whole, the whole premise of the movie. So no, yeah. don't, don't try to write it. Just don't do the blackface. Like <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he can wear a hoodie as long as it's not pointing, We're good. Like, yeah, you can so, like jazz, but you yeah. don't need to do blackface. <laughs> no, you don't need to sneak in the club to do it. Just, just go up there and do it. And yeah, they might boo you like the Apollo, but or they may like you. You know, you never know what it is. But you don't have to, you know, redo the whole movie just because of a couple of scenes of the situation. You can, you can work around that and still make it work. Right.
0: No, I know, and I'm, I'm just saying that I think at some point they're gonna probably remake this. I, I don't yes. know how they're not going to remake this, but. But I, I was just curious if you would be in favor of them changing the, the, the
2: story. I'm not tripping. They already remade it. It's called White Man Can't Jump. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why well, don't they put Woody Harrelson in yeah, but this I wish, movie I'm, I'm
2: remade for the fourth time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, man. I'm just playing. But even still, like no, the premise of the movie for what it's set for, you got to have that. Even if they re- decide to remake it, they can't take that away. They yeah, they can be politically correct on some aspects of it, but that would take away the soul of the movie if you try to make it something else. Okay.
1: I want to see this movie remain as a zombie movie. <laughs> the jazz scenery's the fucking patient, you know, zero or whatever. Yeah. And then they can go into the politics and what it no. means to be Jewish.
0: That's not how you would do a zombie version. The jazz singer has to be the hero. Like, you know, he's working in Vegas and, you know, he's saving people.
4: Yeah. We're definitely going into a deep dive for a Neil Diamond movie. <laughs> right? We're, gonna, we're yeah. like we're about to produce the movie. <laughs> we're going to fucking
2: make this movie, guys. Right, let me get that Kickstarter going. All right, let's get it. Right. Fresh track presents the Jazz thinker starting. <laughs> we swear there's
1: no, there's not going to be black
4: fans. Yeah. We'll have as many backers as we do, listeners.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
4: Oh, Aww. Aww. <laughs> all right, Brandon. That's, that's my new thing <laughs> in every episode. I'm just gonna start doing things like that. <laughs>
1: Anyway. So uh, you're the
4: bane
0: to my bet, man. So, uh, since we finished my homework,
4: uh, uh, Brandon, I just I want to do a bane voice, but I'm like, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> 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 We're waiting. You can. You can. No, I Bain. can't do it. <laughs>
3: like, I thought about
4: doing a bane a voice, but then I'm like. No way! That's a James Bond villain. I was about to do. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm not good at impressions. I barely speak as it is. So. What's
1: your all favorite choice track? No? Uh,
4: <laughs> and that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> <thing>. Okay. And- <laughs>
1: So, I'm gonna go yeah. buy a Bane mask. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna
0: do. So, yeah. Uh, so Brandon, do you have uh some homework for us?
4: Pretty yeah, happy. I do. Um it is not the jazz singer. Okay. Uh it's not a star is born. <laughs> okay. Um but yeah, um so kinda kinda piggybacking off what I did the last time on my choice album, it's uh it's another Another band that I actually got to see live a couple times um, and uh, I've actually one of my choice tracks on a previous episode was from this artist from this band uh, but this time it's a full album and that is uh, Robert the Robert Cray band and the album is from 2001 and it's called should have been home um, I actually got to see them perform on tour for this album, uh, and this is my favorite, probably my favorite Robert Cray band album. Should have been home from two thousand one.
0: Okay, all right, sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not. Su- I don't think I've heard that one before. So
4: I'm pretty sure I haven't heard it before, right? Well, now you're about to. I know. Unless you don't do your homework, I and almost- then we'll have a talk.
0: I always do my homework. <laughs> do you? I do. do I you? do. I truly do, yes. Do you? Yeah, I do.
1: Okay, Robert E. Lee. I mean, Brian.
3: Todd's oh,
4: to <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah. just got called a boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> toot, toot.
1: It was his favorite toy boat as
4: a kid, guys. Come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look at the, uh, fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're very excited about your, uh, your album choice. I can't, yep. yeah.
4: yeah, it'll, it'll be a, a slight departure from what we just listened to. So. <laughs> I
1: think Neil Diamond took me to different place
4: and now uh, I'm ready to sail out of there. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, okay. okay. I think we can probably go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So
0: you can email us at choicetracks at com with a Z or you can find us on our website of choicetracks.com. Again, we have a Z at the end there. Uh, Please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Uh, Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj.
4: I'm Brandon. I'm
1: not robert e lee i'm damon <laughs> i am damon i'm damon
2: i think yeah and i'm k rock it's america <laughs> america <laughs> one and only all
0: right let's go and
2: uh
4: uh w- is it? Let me I'll okay. say it. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna go in and pick up that needle, but you keep spinning those choice tracks. That's how you do it, Taj. Oh, okay. I'll remember America, for the next time.
1: America, America. <laughs>